My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Today, we're going to talk about white racism as well as weaponized language. For the last few years, we've been noticing um, a lot of trends and a lot of changes going on in society. Uh, and I believe that a lot of these changes have been uh, pushed forward by the media, as well as liberal politicians, as well as people who, unfortunately, sad to say, and I have the utmost consideration and respect for, mentally ill people. There's a lot of people out there who have decided at some point in their life that they don't want to be what they were born to be. They don't want to be of the gender that they want to be. They don't even want to be the race of human. Um, there are people out there who are convinced that they are not human, but they are animals. And there are some people out there who are convinced that they're not actually a male, even though science says so, that they're actually a female. Nowadays, there's people even arguing that men are capable of having babies, even though for the last thousand years, since we either got created by the finger of God or we came out of the sludge or both, um, we have always known that science, as well as religion, has pretty much dictated a foundation of morals and ethics and how it is that we perceive each other as a person. Yes, religion has made it very clear that there's a male and a female, and it sets up a certain type of structure on how families are supposed to work, how a married couple's supposed to work, and so on. And science has a lot of its own foundation of rules. If you're born into this world and you so happen to have a penis, then you are usually considered that of a male. Uh, vagina, obviously a female. However, we do live in a tricky lifetime where there are people out there who are born with both female and male genitalia. So that's where things get a little fuzzy, and we usually refer to this as a mutation or some kind of um, dysfunction that has happened within the genetics or the blueprint of the parents whenever they were reproducing and bringing a child into the world. As far as racism goes, I notice that racism only seems to be a negative issue if it's done against a specific group of people. I notice that if racism is done towards uh, Caucasians or white people, it seems to be perfectly fine. And I notice a lot of this racism issue seems to have exploded in the last 10 years due to liberals and the media pushing the idea that white cops are a danger to society. They also push this idea that white people have this like extra privilege or magical aura around themselves where they're somehow protected and get more opportunities in society. I have also noticed that there's this idea that white people are oppressive and that they like to push and hurt other people. Well, the problem with that, ladies and gentlemen, is that, yes, there are white people out there that are oppressive. They're terrible. They're evil. Most of the problems I've ever had in my life have 
been uh, perpetrated by other whites. However, I also know that whenever we look at statistics, we can see that most of the murders and killing that happen out on the street are usually done by African Americans towards one another. So in any group that we look at, you're going to find intelligent people who want to benefit from opportunities in life, who want to do good. And then there's going to be people of the same group who want to destroy. They want to see the world set on fire. There's people out there who don't respect history or science, geography, or any of the educational things that we deal with. And it's just the way it is. It doesn't matter. Even with the Indians, we've got a lot of tribes out there who were considered very peaceful, very fun-loving people who are more than willing to reach out and help people of all different groups. And some of them, unfortunately, paid for it, especially with their interactions with corporate, greedy-ass men who wanted to take over their lands. I don't think that I have to remind people of this, but not all of us white people are into slavery and killing and a lot of us do not have this idea that just because you're a certain color you don't deserve to be paid just as much or have this idea in our head that because you come from a certain country that you shouldn't have the same opportunity as anyone else i consider myself a person who believes in equality and one of the reasons why i believe that is because of some of my conservative views i have grew up in Christianity and I am taught to believe that every man, woman, and child on the earth was created by God. No matter what color you are, no matter where you live, I believe that God reached out and created you and me and that we are all children of God. And to be hateful towards you or racist towards you simply based upon your skin color or what country or region you come from is ridiculous and it does me no good whenever I'm trying to have a relationship with God to judge and condemn someone based upon things that, for one, you have no choice in. You don't have a choice where you're going to, what country you're going to be born in. Your parents do. They can choose where they're at depending on their circumstances. Some people, unfortunately, are not wealthy and they have poverty and they're kind of trapped in the locations that they are, yet they decide to make a family nonetheless. The source of the problem I noticed, and I could be wrong, but it seems like a lot of this nonsense about racism and all this has started to blow up because it seemed like... Let me put it this way before I get into my theory on this. For the last 30 years, it seemed as though this whole black against white, white against black nonsense of racism was fading away, where nobody just really cared anymore. People were watching television shows like Archie Bunker and the Jeffersons, and we would watch David Chappelle. There were plenty of black comedians who would crack jokes about white people, and there were white comedians who tried to cleverly or cunningly do jokes about blacks uh, where they weren't meant to hurt anybody, but in a way be funny. Now, if you really want my personal view on something, I've always found it cringy 
whenever white people attempt to blackface themselves and try to pretend to be a black person. Just recently, I watched a video where a man wanted to do 52 impersonations of musicians, and the person was making their hair and dressing their face up in a way where they looked, according to their own interpretation, like the person they were singing after. And it's a super popular video, but there are times where the person puts a wig on with dreadlocks, and they're, they're white as can be. Or they do goofy stuff with their hair in order to give themselves the appearance that they are black in that little 10-second skit where they're singing like the person. Or rapping or doing a Snoop Dogg deal. And it's cringy as hell. Um, I don't think any of us could watch the video and say that the guy wasn't good at his voice impersonations, but we could have done without the wigs and the outfits and all that kind of stuff. It, it was terrible. <clears throat> However, if a comedian whom I respect and admire, like Dave Chappelle, does a skit where he dresses up like a white guy and makes fun of the way white people walk, the way white people do things, uh, the way white people talk and the way white people dance, all of a sudden this becomes like a, a joke. Everybody thinks it's funny. I even watch Dave Chappelle whenever he does skits of his interpretation of white people, and I laugh. I think it's hilarious because I, I can see a lot of truth in what he's saying. You know, I, I know that I if I were to get on the dance floor, I would embarrass myself. My wife says that I shake my ass well and move my shoulders good. But I think that's, that's just because she's already sexually attracted to me. So she doesn't mind the weird, you know, weird movements I make when I attempt to dance. But I know that I'm not professional. I know I'm not good at it. It's just my wife has some weird taste in and a male for a husband, I suppose. It seems like the the problems have come out of the feminist movement. <clears throat> Not only have feminists, uh, which seems to be a lot of white women who have this thing where they want to shave their heads, dye their hair pink, wear stupid pussy hats and parades, who seem to be really, really pushing this idea that white men are terrible and horrible which I find absolutely unusual that white women would do this kind of thing because if they're going to point out at white men and say, look, white men had a history, this systematic racism or whatever the hell they call it, of doing these things, doing bad things in history, where were the white women in all this process? So the white woman's going to probably claim, well, there was a patriarch and we were oppressed ourselves and we're not allowed to vote and all that. Well, not to be cold-blooded, but as far as long as I've ever remembered on how life works, <laughs> being a married man, being involved with women, women have always, at least for me, been very vocal about what it is that they want in life. And they have this thing where if they don't want to do what do what you ask or they don't want to live under the type of ideas that you have for your life, then they can simply leave. And women have been known to do that. Um, there's been women who throughout history, especially during the time of the slaves, where they would frame a black man because they decided to have a relationship or 
get into it with a, a black guy and then they would say, oh, they were raped or they were hurt or something like that. And unfortunately, there's a lot of white women who do that nowadays where um, nothing happens to them, but they maybe the man doesn't want a relationship with them anymore, doesn't want to be involved with them anymore, or feels like the woman's bad for them or an unhealthy relationship partner. And then you find uh, that a woman may make false accusations and totally burn a man to the ground. Not to say that everything is a false accusation. There's plenty of men out there that are absolutely awful and terrible. And they deserve to be buried under prisons and shit where to never be heard of again. But there are women out there that are straight up evil. The Bible teaches us that every man, woman, and child has the propensity as well as potential of committing evil and doing dark things the when a man or a woman or child stands before god they're all going to be judged and condemned equally or they're gonna have mercy and compassion done on them and they may get to walk through the pearly gates or not it doesn't matter god doesn't look at a man or a woman and say oh because you have a vagina and because while you were you know living the life on planet earth that somehow because you had different problems happen to you than a male that somehow this is going to like get you off the hook a child maybe a child because god is wise and intelligent enough to know that children haven't had enough time and that there's an ignorance factor in there of not knowing any better uh, a child can easily be led astray based upon the adults that is in their life that is supposed to be teaching them right, like teaching them about God and his rules and his laws and such. One of the reasons why I'm blaming white women for the problem is it's because of these big-time feminist movements. And I don't think that these feminist movements care anything about skin color or transgender problems at all. I don't think a lot of these white women actually care about anything else except for their own self-absorbed ideas and their own habitat. And I'll give you an example why. There's thousands, if not millions, of Muslim women out there who are abused and go through terrible things throughout their existence. But you don't hear anything from white women who are feminist uh, trying to step up for the power or save these people that are in these circumstances. And whenever it comes to uh, people from Mexico, we're going to notice that a lot of white women, unless they're liberal, unless they are trying to push some kind of racism agenda onto a former president of ours, they simply don't care. How do I know this? Because before that former president existed, I never once in my entire life heard any white women going, oh, we should let these you know, let these folks pass through. We shouldn't build walls or we should, you know, help out everybody that comes along. No, you didn't hear anything like that. Not until they wanted to make it look like a, a certain president was a bad guy. And that was what they used. Basically, it was, oh, we can call him a racist if he doesn't do this. We can say that 
he's a, a barbaric person because look at all these children and women in cages. Oh, look at how many women get raped whenever they're trying to make their way up the border. Nobody, I, I hate to say this because it's cold, but it's true. Nobody gave a rat's ass. Everybody was absorbed in their own life and existence. And I believe that most of them still are. Let me give you another following example. Black Lives Matter. This was supposed to be a group that was standing up for the lives of black people and the loss that has happened with police, as well as how blacks are treated by the system. But somehow, white women ended up hijacking this system, and for about five minutes, it was about Black Lives Matter to now being about women and now men who want to be women and so on. It seems as though the LGBT and these groups out here have done everything they can to take over any kind of um, organized um, group or any kind of protest and made it about them and not about anybody else. And the only time they speak out about what it was originally about is that they think it will somehow push their own agenda of being treated um, unequal or somehow oppressed in their own way. Which is, it's funny when you think about it, because a lot of these people who think they're a certain way or think they're a certain thing, they usually come from a wealthy family where they don't feel like they're getting enough attention So then they get on video and they act like they're a part of some kind of big important movement when all they're doing is simply trying to get as much attention through social media as they possibly can. Back in the day, less than 20 years ago, if a child started wondering if they were a boy or a girl or you know, uh, having issues with race or any kind of issues. It was usually just a matter of parents sitting down with their kids and instructing them on how the rules of society work. And if your kid said that they wanted to do something that you did not feel that was good for them or healthy for them, you simply said no. And if the kid continued on, you would give them a timeout or you would ground them. And some people went so far as spanking. I personally do not want to be involved in spanking. I would rather sit down with children and talk to them. But I do understand that there's different scenarios. If they're your own children, then they know where you're coming from and you can work with them. If they're children of somebody else, like let's say you get a bunch of 12-year-olds who've been raised up like feral animals all their life, it's going to be a lot more difficult to try to get set somebody straight like that where they've already went through a development period and they're kind of set in their ways, kind of like you can't tr- uh, teach a dog new tricks type of deal. So I get it. There's some kids who are unique in their behavior. Luckily and fortunately for me, my son and daughter um, are extremely intelligent and they've made my life extremely uh, easy whenever it comes to the parenting thing. I had to feed them, had to water them, had to take care of them and all that. But I never had these problems where I had to be called from school or go to these stupid things where, you know, your kid's acting up or being an ass clown or something like that. My children have always been really good. And if there was a discrepancy, 
I could just simply sit my children down and say, look, you understand why this is wrong. Yes, dad, I understand. Then why did you do it? I don't know. I was being foolish. I was being silly. And I promise I'll never do it again. And nine times out of 10, my children never made that mistake again. I, uh, I do feel like children, from my standpoint, I think whenever it comes to stuff, some stuff in this world, I think that children should learn the hard way. They should be able to experience life their own way. I understand that the world, although there's a lot of things that seem routine and repeatable that I've already experienced in my life, I do understand that the world goes through changes and that society finds new things that they think is popular or good and then other things become bad. Morals kind of change up. There's a lot of things that change and some adults are not able to accept that. They think that, well, because back in 1952, this is the way school used to be. So therefore, you should be able to handle things the same way. Well, it isn't the same way. There are children who now go to school and they got to walk through metal detectors because little Johnny might be carrying a firearm with him into the classroom. We might have a school shooting. There's a number of things that are different than the way life used to be. We've got more businesses, more corporations, more opportunities. And now because the media is all over everything, anytime a kid makes a mistake, this could cost you for the rest of your life. We can see that with adults, especially celebrities on Twitter. You did something a long time ago, and now all of a sudden the mob wants to um, bring it all up and then condemn you for something you did in the past when you were stupid and not as mature. So, I do notice that a lot of this... uh, this attacks on whites. Do you notice that it seems to be okay? There's like dozens, a uh, couple dozen black comedians where they can go out on stage and pretty much blame white people for everything that has ever happened to them. And I wouldn't doubt that there are white people that have done people of color wrong. Obviously, I wouldn't have that because that's historical. There has been problems. I don't doubt that there are transgenders, you dress all up, you're a guy, and you go in to try to get a job, and then obviously your appearance throws the boss off. Well, you got to kind of think about, and this is one of the other problems too, I notice that a lot of these folks who are claiming to have these issues, they don't even try to see it from the other side. Like if I wanted to go get a job right now having to do with fashion or something to do where I'm going to be working in a warehouse or a factory or something like that. I know that if I shave my beard and mustache, throw on some lipstick and a dress, and I go to a like a construction job and claim to be a woman, when they can clearly tell that I'm a six foot four, 250 pound man, I'm going to have some issues. Questions are going to be asked. Um, why are you wanting to do this? What is what is the deal? And I probably won't get taken seriously. And because a lot of these jobs already and opportunities already have a list of people who came in for interviews, it's kind of like the boss gets to pick who he's, he wants to hire. 
why would he hire a woman who is like extremely thin and has no muscle mass to her? How is she going to pick up the bricks? How is she going to be able to climb things with heavy equipment on her back? And then there's this person who's running around in a wig and a clown suit. Why the hell would I want to hire them for? This is going to end up making my brand or my business look like crap. And then there's this other guy who comes along who just happens to be either white or of some other color who's got a rap sheet. Well, there's a couple different ways to think about it. Sure, you may claim in your mind that you've changed and that you haven't done anything wrong, but how the fuck do I know that? So I'm going through and obviously I'm going to try to find the person that does the least amount of damage who has a skill base to be able to do the job. I'm not going to just hire you because you have a vagina or because you're of a certain color. Diversity is great, but it doesn't do you any good if I put you in a job where you don't have the skill and you end up getting yourself killed or permanently disfigured. Why the hell would I do something like that for? I'm not doing my business any any good, and I'm not doing you any good. I'm putting you in a dangerous position. And if you're walking in with a fucking clown nose on and a dress with flowers on it, why would I send you up on a, like to go clean windows up on a skyscraper for? You might think that you're a bird and decide that you want to take flight, you know? <laughs> and, you know, you get sued for that shit. Then you're going to go to court and somebody's going to say, well, why did you hire this person for? You know, why did you do this? Well, because I was trying to be diversified. And I figured because society tells me that I need to be more open to the different ways people live and their lifestyles, I decided to do that. <clears throat> well, now I'm sued by the family. How could you? <clears throat> How could you put my son or daughter in that position? It's a catch-22 all the way around. It's a lose-lose deal. And I think a lot of the media and the liberals know this. When they're trying to legislate and weaponize language and everything else, they know damn well that they're putting people in harm's way, but they don't care. Just like they didn't care whenever they were doing these protests out in the street. They tried to say it was peaceful, but they knew damn well people were bringing cocktails and guns and kicking in windows and shit, carjacking people, looting, everything else. But... They liked the mess because during that time there was a former president they were trying to prove was mentally ill and incompetent and capable of running the country. And what better way to do that than start fires under his ass everywhere he walks? Okay, so if anyone's got any views on this and you want to talk about it or you want to do like a one-on-one -on -one discussion on a live podcast, we can talk about it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around all this craziness. Uh, to me, it, it seems absolutely crazy. And I do believe that there's a lot of mental illness and political agendas here. But I need to finish out my statement with this before I close out of this video. Although I'm absolutely convinced that our society is ran by a lot of people who have bad wiring and bad function, I do sympathize and feel sorry. Just like whenever I walk into a, a psychiatric ward or an institution and I see people drooling and needing medication and people who can't take care of themselves or wipe their own ass without assistance, I feel for those people and I care about them and I wish that there was more that could be done. But I'm not about to feed into anybody's illusions and delusions um, 
thinking that that is somehow going to help the problem. If I thought tomorrow that I'm a walking around Pokemon, I would expect that people would get me some kind of help and not let me walk freely around where I might all of a sudden start using my Pikachu powers to kick somebody's ass. I need help. I need some kind of, I need a therapist or something. And I, uh, I wouldn't expect people to let a human Pikachu run around doing crazy shit. Care about me, feel sorry for me for sure, but give me the help that I require. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful day.